If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Ari's upcoming season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everyone? Welcome to podcast number 53. I am your host, Reality Steve, and we've got a first this week, uh, almost one year since I've started this podcast, and this will be the first guest from MTV's The Challenge family to come on. And it's someone I always knew I wanted to get on when I started dipping into The Challenge family, and so I'm looking forward to talking to her. Before we get started, quick reminder, um, please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple Podcasts. It certainly helps the podcast uh, when you do that, so that would be much appreciated. Also, this podcast is brought to you by homes to go Did you know that di- you pay different prices on different sites for the same vacation rental? home to go is the biggest vacation rental search site. By searching on home to go just once, you can compare prices from hundreds of booking sites. This holiday season, home to go is offering our listeners exclusive deals on rentals in Florida, California, and more across the country with up to 75% off. Go to hometogo.com, H-O-M-E-T-O-G-O.com slash Steve to unlock these private deals before Tuesday, December 5th. So without further ado, uh, let's get to our guest. She has the most elimination wins in challenge history. She's racked up over a quarter of a million dollars in challenge winnings in her career. She is a two-time challenge champion. She won Battle of the Bloodlines and then the first season of Champs versus Pros, which aired earlier this year. Um, we saw two nights ago that she reached her sixth final overall in this past season of Dirty 30, coming in second place behind Camilla. She is a fan favorite and one of my favorites from the show. It's Cara Maria Sorbello. Cara, thanks for coming on. Steve, thank you for having me. I'm wicked excited about this. <laughs> wicked excited. <laughs> my, my mom's been a huge fan of you for a while because of The Bachelor. So Really? This is Yeah, she's thrilled that I'm chatting with you right now. She says hi. Okay, tell your mom I said hi, and uh, yeah. let's just <laughs> get straight. I mean, what's funny is I, I told you this when I first got in contact with you a few days ago. I am a huge Challenge fan, but there was about a span of five or six years where – I just didn't watch. I, I've recently gotten back into it. I want to say the last four years, so I've probably seen the last, I don't know, however many seasons that may cover. But when I was looking at your bio and I'm looking at the shows that you were on, 
I probably missed. Okay, so you were Fresh Meat Two, didn't see that. Cutthroat, didn't see that. Rivals, didn't see that. Uh, <laughs> Battle the X's. Uh, I want to say I I thought I remember seeing that, but maybe I wasn't fully invested like I am now. Battle the Seasons, I don't remember at all. That wasn't even a good one. That's fine. <laughs> Rivals Two. Eh, I I think I saw that. I who was your rival that you were paired with? I just got brought in as a replacement to uh, help cook out. Okay. All right. Uh, then I don't know if I saw that. F- but the last four, or one, two, three, four, yeah, the last four, Free Agents, Bloodlines, Invasion, and Dirty 30, absolutely. I was 100%, watched every episode, could not get enough of it. So we're not going to go over eight seasons or all the seasons that you were on. So let's start with, uh, I want to start with Dirty 30. First off, congratulations on the other night, second place. I, that really, thank you. But like I said, it's just first place loser. Yeah, I know. Um, but going into the taping <clears throat> of that finale, be honest. What place did you think that you were going to get? Honestly, I I thought third because everything is so weird. We didn't know what segments they were timing. We didn't know what the times were. Like I know, me and Tori were seconds apart. Um, I didn't know, you know, Camilla just she, the the honestly the the biggest lead that she got that there was no clenching was the um was the bola game that throwing of the rope on the cactus yeah. like they finished that thing within five shots. Me and Derek and they didn't show me getting mine, but we each had that. It wasn't just getting one on; it was we each had to get ours on, and Derek got his on and then I got mine like three throws after him. So we both got our bolos on and me and Derek were pretty evenly matching that, but just Jordan and Camilla, man, they got theirs within like the fifth throw or something insane. And they just had such a huge lead. There was nothing we could possibly do to make that time up. Yeah. I was going to say, and now knowing that they were the winners, maybe that was the thing that put them over the top because it's funny as a viewer, when we're watching, especially when it comes down to the final challenge, they don't, sh- there's so much editing that goes on and there's not a timer on the bottom of the screen. So we yeah. have no idea. And they're, they're going to edit it to make you think at some points, Hey, I think Tori's in the lead or Hey, Car Maria's in the lead. Yeah. or Hey, Camilla's in the lead. I, like it's impossible to I really know. Wish, <laughs> I wish that for that much money that we were working by ourselves the entire time. Yeah. Because it's not fair when you're competing for that much money that, what you make is basically depending on what partner you have at what leg of the race and if it's their strength or their weakness and if they can help you or if you're on your own. So it's like, I really just wish we were completely alone the entire time because Jordan and he even, I texted him because I, you know, saw that he was apparently writing crap about me on Twitter and stuff. So instead of me acknowledging him on there, I texted him and I was like, okay, well, you know, if you want to make fun of me, I'm like, blah 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 and he goes oh yeah well he literally texts me um he goes just so you know whatever girl that i chose as a partner was going to win the whole thing and then he said like i'm just mad i didn't get tori first or something like and he goes and i was never going to be partnered with you because i don't like you so <laughs> that's what he told me he, he's i'm the cocky entitled one but he's the one that texts me um whatever girl i chose was going to win the whole thing and it's like whatever girl I chose to be partnered with. It's like, really, Jordan? Like, you are, he is the most cocky, rotten, I just can't, he's such a mean, cocky, condescending, horrible person. And he's been like that the entire challenge that I was on 
Like he, the girls hated him except for, you know, his favorites, Kayla and Tori, of course. But like to every other girl in the house, he was just degrading, condescending, rude. Like, why are you even speaking? Like he was just horrible. So anyways, I'm glad that, you know, good people won. (laughs) But, um, it's, it's a great point that you make about that challenge and the final challenge when, yeah, when something like that, that type of cash is on the line. Yeah, you really don't want to have to Sucks. split because you never really know. And in in terms of how you went in the finale, and obviously you spent time with all three guys at some point in the finale, who did you think or who did you have the worst time with in terms of you think held you back? It's not who held me back, or you you know? maybe gave you your slowest times on your particular challenge. Everybody did the best they could do. I'll just say that. The guys all did the best they could do. I never got Jordan ever. But I did see Jordan be in, uh, you know, after breaking his knee or whatever he did, the fact that that guy was literally, when you watch this, he's carrying about four and five rocks at a time. Yeah. So me and Derek were partnered because we got there first. We were the first ones to go. I knew where the rock pile was. I went right to it. I was like, I know where we're going. We were the first ones to take off. But Derek, and he gives his whole heart, you know, but he could not, I don't know how Jordan, with one hand and a bum knee, could carry that many stones that he, you know, and then Derek, he could only carry three rocks two times. That's it. Every other time he was carrying two rocks, I was carrying two rocks. Camilla was carrying two rocks. Like, Troy was carrying two rocks. We were all carrying two rocks, and it was, you know, kind of depending on the guys at that point, you know? Yeah. if I started first and everybody was carrying two rocks, maybe I would have finished first, you know, if we were by ourselves and not with a partner. If, you know, say the, the puzzle thing, you know, Derek, and I, I love him to death, but we were the first ones to our puzzle, you know, and I had to do it 100% by myself, and everybody else had to do it with their, with their partners, like, you know, because... CT and Jordan are pretty decent at puzzles, you know, yeah. and at least they were able to offer some help and granted, I should have done it faster. I should have finished better. But if, it, if I was by myself, I, I would have beat Tori and Camilla if I was by myself. Yeah. But, you know, it's just so the fact that it's coming down to what partner you have when and if you have something super strong, like to see Camilla go off on Derek when she only had him for one minute. One literal minute in that tent, she had him for one minute and lost her shit like the world was over. <laughs> I, me and Derek were partners the entire time. Well, it's just you know? the thing. It the thing about that finale and the what you're saying about Jordan. It's it's really weird because obviously I know that obviously there's whether it's right or wrong, there is a pecking order when it comes to the show. You know, the vets and the rookies and, oh, you were on America, are you the one? So you're not nearly as important. And I know you're big against this in terms of the, the prove yourself thing and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not about that life at all. Actually. I think it just comes down at this point. I know you're going with this, but like the way I play is just like, who, who have you just been friends with longer now? You know, like if if you're new, you just don't have all the friends. You just got to make your way in, I guess. Exactly. And the thing that I'm talking about with Jordan, when you say, you know, this guy is so cocky and so condescending. Like, I expect that from a Bananas who has earned his keep and has six championships. Jordan's never won anything until this season. So I'm wondering why this guy gets off on being the way he is. Like, you haven't accomplished anything in this franchise, really. I mean, he, he has. De- he's I mean, he's won. A- did he wait? Did he, he win? See, I could have. Oh, yeah. It might have been won, a season I forgot. Won, um... Okay. Battle of the X is like, yeah, he's okay. won. He's absolutely won. I mean, he's a he is a really good 
competitor to his credit. He's good. Like nobody even looks at his hand. Like if, if you see him, if he's doing any challenge, whatever it is, it's like, yeah, Jordan's going to do good at this. He's, he's really good. But just because you're good at something, it doesn't mean like he in the house was so degrading to the woman, except for Tori and Kayla and Jenna. Cause those were his girls. Like I said, he just made things miserable. He was unbearable to be around. Like you didn't want to say anything because he'd tell you to shut up and you're stupid like for speaking really like, that's the type of person that is yeah they didn't show it at all you know but he's just like not a nice human hmm. that's all no i mean if, if that's the way he is it sucks because and, he does come i mean at least on tv he comes across as cocky but we only see a cocky in terms of his yeah abilities and like you said you know what and now that i think about it yeah he has been good i didn't know he won because like i said i missed a lot of those seasons but I've always said when he, I've always seen, okay, when he's there, you don't even recognize his quote unquote handicap. It's not even a thing yeah. anymore, but I just, I had no idea. We see his cockiness in his confessionals, basically talking about how good he is in challenges, not right. necessarily his negativity towards women. Yeah. He's just not, like I said, and in the house, it wasn't about him voting me in. I realized he didn't, he didn't owe me anything and I had put him in. I get that. My my aggravation with him was just the attitude and the way that he treated me the entire season that they barely showed. That it wasn't he voted me in and sent me straight in. Yeah, okay, that that sucks. You're you're part of that group. Yeah, he doesn't owe me anything. I get it. But it's the attitude and the way that he treated me that whole season. And then to sit there and have someone just, you know, it's not like I'm being sensitive or being whiny. It's just rude. You're going to sit there and be like, nobody wants to run with you. No, it's like, that is shitty. That's mean. I wouldn't say that to anybody. I wouldn't go up to someone and be like, nobody wants to run with you. You're awful. Like, you're this, you're that. Like, that's just mean. Well, there's no you basis know? for it, considering you're one of the better competitors on this show. So to even say I, that factually doesn't make a lot of sense for him to say and, that. And he could say it. The thing is, is, yeah, that too. I just think it was uncalled for and it was mean as like respect to a fellow competitor. Like, just mean. Like, and yeah, and yeah my track record... You know, my track record speaks for itself. I've been to, I've done, let's say, 11, 11 seasons, including pros versus champs, been to six finals out yeah. of the 11 seasons, come in second place four times, first place twice, with having the most eliminations of any girl, like, yeah. of you know, besides probably Anissa at this point, because I know she's been in a few more, but, like, the most wins, too. Like, the only people that have sent me home are people like Emily laurel twice girls that outbody and outweigh me in something physical like these are the people that have sent me home so that is my track record you can't you can't fight that like is i could see if i've been to the most if i've been to that many finals having to not be in any eliminations but i've fought my way in every single thing that i've done and if someone and i know every single time i know at this point in my life and every time i've ever done a challenge from day one if i do not win the challenge i'm more than likely going in Hmm. It's my fault. That's how I play. I get it. Yeah. You know, so screw you. You know what, Jordan? I'm going to take every mean thing that he said against me. And if I do another season, that's going to give me the power to win. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's it sucks to hear that uh, that's the way he is in terms of what wasn't shown. Because, like I said, we only see his cockiness in terms of he's, he thinks of himself very highly when it comes to challenges. And he is good at challenges. He is a fierce competitor. But to put down other women that you don't like uh, for whatever reason. doesn't seem like he even has a good one. Uh, no. Sucks. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But um, And uh, he did comment. He commented, oh, you freeze on heights. 
Well, the plane thing is one thing. Yeah, I don't think people jumping out of planes is normal, and I think that's perfect, perfectly rational to be afraid of that. Yeah. And I did it anyways. There's never been a challenge that I've said I will not do. No matter how terrified I am, I will never say no to a challenge. But the afraid of heights things, I won my team. I won for my team on bloodlines on a super height building thing that I had to, like, Tarzan myself across ropes to get across. I remember and that. And I won that for my team. Scared or not, I perform. Yeah. You know, so... Fuck you, Jordan. I hate him. <laughs> um, I, I, hate him. <laughs> I really do. I'm sorry I'm back. No, like, I don't I care. The, I hate him. The more event, the better. <laughs> okay, let's take a break real quick to talk to you about StitcherPremium.com's Black Friday promo. Holidays are coming up. Why not give yourself the gift of Stitcher Premium? They have an incredible Black Friday deal going on now that you don't want to miss. Get 50% off your first payment for a limited time. When you go to Stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code Steve50, that's $17.50 for an entire year of Stitcher Premium. You know I want you to sign up for this because it's the perfect occasion so you can hear my monthly podcast with Charlene Joint. He said, she said, listen in. We give great relationship advice and take calls from the listeners on wide-ranging relationship topics, plus with Stitcher Premium. You get access to new original shows, exclusive bonus episodes in your favorite podcast, and hundreds of stand-up comedy albums. So just go to stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code Steve50. That's Steve50 for 50% off of your first payment. Now, let's get back to Car Maria uninterrupted for the remainder of the podcast. This finale was different in terms of not only did they announce the winner at the taping, which... Correct me if I'm wrong. That's never been done before, right? They, they, and they filmed two different endings. Well, so I was going to say that was knew. the next thing. You, you did not even know until two nights ago what place you finished in and tell people yeah. why. Yep. I didn't know until the rest of America found out. Be- I didn't know. Because when you guys taped that back in roughly August or September, they filmed you twice they filmed you pulling the one x and getting a reaction and then they filmed you pulling the two x's which is just baffling to me that's the first time yeah yeah, and (laughs) mean mean. (laughs) um but that's the first time they've ever done the results on a finale taping correct yeah they've always done it you just get announced wherever you guys are filming it's just like hey here are the winners and then you come back to the states and i guess people have to keep their mouth shut obviously i I believe there's spoiler sites out there for the show, but I don't want those spoilers because it will ruin it for me. I never have read a spoiler, uh, which is ironic enough coming from the spoiler guy. But, um, yeah, I never want to know, and I just assumed you knew. And when we spoke the other night, you said no. She, uh, you said no. I'm not going to know until Tuesday because they filmed two They filmed two reactions, me pulling the winner and me pulling the loser or you know, second and- place. And I'm like, wow, that's weird. I was actually thinking there was a chance. I'm like, maybe there's a chance. I'm like, she did spend, I I didn't realize that, you know, the mountain time factored in. Like I was like, she was there for a while. And I did, I beat her up the mountain. I beat everybody up the mountain. I beat everybody on the totem. Like, I'm like, and I know the run, like that was by a lot. And that last run that we did, I finished behind Camilla by seconds, seconds. That, that wasn't even a factor. That last sprint wasn't even a factor. It was all the other things before that. Like the puzzle thing, yeah, we were there for a little bit longer than everybody else. But it's like, you know, the run, that was seconds. That had no factor. And I'm like, maybe, I'm like, maybe, maybe I beat her. I was like <laughs> holding on to so much hope. I was like, I will lose my shit if I win. And, yeah. uh, 
And then it was like, wah, wah, Jordan Kula. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Well, did they ever tell you after the fact um, what the times were? Like how close you were to Camilla and Tori, no. for that matter? The, they never even told you like, The times will never be revealed. I know me and Tori are pro- legitimately seconds. Like she was, you know, she was right up there with me. So. Okay. Um, that's yeah. weird. I think they should. T- and, I think they should tell you guys. At you know least what's funny time. too? Side note, and I love Tori. I love that Jordan had zero faith in me whatsoever, but yet me and Derek ran and got to the puzzle first. And he literally, Tori was crying to him like, "Help me, hold my hand, pull me up." Like she was literally, he had to drag her, and it was like, "Yeah, Jordan, there you go." Well, Dick. as as we found out after the fact, <laughs> it's because he was banging her after the fact. So there you go. Oh, yeah, 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 I get it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, no, I, it just, I, I really do think that they should, I, they did it. They usually do it in the, during the challenge portions of the show. The TJ will say like, Hey, this team, you know, you won by X amount of time. I would think for the ending, we'd like to know, like, tell us after the fact, Hey, Camilla beat right. Carmelia by 30 seconds or. I would have liked to know yeah. for my own self. But, I think, I think yeah. just the competitors and all of us want to know how close was the race. Like, even if it was a blowout, we still want to know. I mean, it might yeah. be embarrassing to you if you found out she beat you by six minutes or something, but probably wasn't yeah. by that much. Um, speaking of Camilla. Yes. Oh, uh, obviously, there's a shit ton going on in her life. We just saw the premiere of Stars versus Champs this week where she had essentially assaulted a, a PA, apparently, and was removed from the show. She wasn't at the taping. Uh, that we, you know, obviously we know she wasn't even there to collect the That's fact. That's why she, I got all the heat. Yeah. Because people wanted to hate on Camilla, but she wasn't there. So then they were just like, well, let's pull up Kara's Twitter. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, you were the only one who the Miz kept going to tweets about. I'm like, all right, like, like, why her? Everybody else tweets. Anyways. Um, do we know why Camilla wasn't at the taping? Um, I, I don't. I haven't really spoken to her. I, I hear there's different rumors like, Here's here's what I know. I was at the reunion. We weren't sure if she was just going to show up or we were going to walk out, you know, on the pole at the last minute or something was going to happen. Um, I had texted her and she just didn't really write back. Like, and as fu- she never mentioned anything about anybody dying or anything. Like, I know after the fact, I hear I hear things like her uncle passed away or something. I don't know. Um, the only thing I heard was rumors that she was banned. I don't know if she was banned from that reunion. I don't know if she just didn't want to show up because she didn't want to, you know, face everything. Like, I don't, I don't know. And she's never explained it. I've never talked to her about it. We really just haven't talked, which is ironic, too, because we, before the final started, we had actually made a deal with each other. And we said, if either one of us comes in first, we'll give the other one 50 grand out of our winnings. That was the deal we made so that it's like, I promise you, I will not screw you over was the deal. I promise you I will not screw you over and if I win I'll give you 50 grand. I doubt that's ever that's never going to come to fruition. I yeah. guarantee it. And I you know, I haven't talked to her. I know that's dumb for me to even think, but Well, I mean, it. regardless of what your relationship is at, you know, it's like yeah. a deal's a deal. Like own up to your own your shit, like you guys say. And if you guys had that agreement before, I'm assuming just based off what I know about you, you even if your relationship is what it is with Camilla right now. If you would have won, I guarantee you would have scratched her fifty grand because you yeah. agreed to it. Right? Yeah, I have that. I have that bad way about me. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. You do it, and she, <laughs> you know, I mean, my guess is just looking at the timeline, knowing that Champs versus Stars was filmed before you guys taped this finale. 
and she got kicked off Champs yeah. versus Stars. My guess is it's probably something to do with like, look, we're. She just now. Now the question is going forward: Is she banned forever? Like, is this I, is this an Evan Kenny situation? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not with the legal department. I don't know anything. All I hear is rumors. Yeah. And I, you know, all I know is honestly, I don't believe that these these shows are good for her, and I think she needs like serious help outside of this. For, oh, absolutely. Like, inner demons, and I don't. I and I feel partially responsible for this because. For the pros versus champs thing, uh, the all stars versus champs, because little inside info, um, Sarah was supposed to be on the cast. Sarah bailed two weeks before filming all stars versus champs. And I was an alternate. I agreed to be an alternate because I didn't think in a million years they would even call me. I'm like, yeah, there's only five girls. They're never going to call me. Sure. I'll do it. And Camilla had said, absolutely not. No, I will not be an alternate. Um, I'll only do it. You know, I, I bring people to the show i am the show like oh if i'm not on the action she's like if i'm not she's on the, the female jordan cast, <laughs> she, yeah she's like if i'm not on the actual cast i will not be an alternate and i was like well i'll be an alternate whatever i don't care not thinking that they would call me sarah bales two weeks before all stars versus champs airs they call me and they're like please car do it and i'm like no <laughs> i was like i can't because i had already had two charity events that month that it was filming that i committed to two charity events mm -hmm. plus i had um my mom i bought my mom and her friend a plane ticket out to montana so i could take them out to montana and you know show them a, a good week out here at my home mm -hmm. and spend time with my family and i'd already bought the tickets like i'd already done all this and planned all this and i wasn't going to take that away from my mom and the charity events so i was like no i can't do it and meanwhile, I got Camilla kind of laughing at me like, oh, are you, what did you say? Yes. Did you say yes? And I'm like, actually, no, I said no, because I have other things that I have to do. I was like, they're probably going to call you. And then they called her. And after she made fun of me for being an alternate and then thinking I would say yes when I told her I wouldn't because I did, couldn't, uh, she went ahead and did it. And I was like, OK, oh, boy. that makes sense. <laughs> when you when you make such a big like and it was funny because after Dirty 30, she was telling me. She's like, I'm not going to do these shows anymore. Like, you know, that's less one. They don't treat me right. Or I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with that. Like, I'm going to say no. And then the second they call her, you know, and then she made a big deal out of being asked to be an alternate for pros versus or all stars versus champs or whatever. And then she said yes, as soon as I said no. So she's in there. I mean, you know, at the end of the day. Everything happens the way it's meant to. I hope she learned a lesson, and I hope she gets better. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I think that there's <laughs> all of us that watch the show realize that she's obviously she's got some anger issues, and she is somebody that I've always wanted on this show. Things didn't work out in the past, and because I was very interested, and I wanted to almost play therapist to her about why. I mean, obviously, we know there's a lot of drinking on this show, and we and we get it, but. There's also a lot of drinking on this show that is done responsibly, where people don't act like the Camillas and the Tonys of the world. I don't get where this comes from with her. If if you see, like, that, that's just the thing. I even had a chat with her back on Free Agents because I'd seen her do it on every season I'd been on with her. Um, and on Free Agents, I snapped. I'm like, dude, like, she had got into a fight with Nani, ripped out her weave, like had to spend the night in a hotel on free agents. 
And when she came back in the house, I was like, so it's going to be standard. She's going to come back in, act like nothing happened. Nobody's going to say anything to her about it. She's going to go about her business as usual. And nobody's going to hold her responsible. And I remember I was so frustrated at that because I'd seen her do it so many times that when she came in, I pulled her aside and I was like, Camilla, this isn't normal. This isn't cool. There's something wrong with you. Like you need to face responsibility for what you do and how you act when you drink. Like this is not okay. And I was the only one that said something to her. And like, she even said that that changed, she's like, oh, well that changed me. I'm glad that you called me out. I'm glad that you talked to me. I'm not going to do this again. And then every season she does it again. It was kind of like what yeah. Leroy said at the reunion the other night. It's like every single season she's either Camilla Nader or she's getting in a fight or something. It just, it's, yeah. why can't she go through a whole season? Even if she, it's not like we're saying, look, we're going to bring you on the show, but we're not allowing you to drink. They're not even saying that. It's just like, look, we'll let you drink, but why does it have to get to the point where it does with her. I don't understand it. I mean, I, that's why I've always been interested in in talking to her. I don't know if she ever would have opened up to me about it, but I certainly would have asked, like, why do you get to that point? It's everyone else there drinks, but only yeah. you and Tony seem to be the ones that... And uh, Nelson. Some yeah, people Nelson just, honestly, too. <laughs> some, people, some people really just shouldn't, or, or they need to watch what they drink, or they just need more responsible. They didn't even show it, but I offered to go sober with her. Like after that whole incident with Leroy happened, I was like, dude, I was like, you have a problem with alcohol. I was like, I will not drink if, if you will not drink and we will just not drink together until there's champagne at the final and we'll toast. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I will stop drinking to help you out. Like I try because for me, it's not about coming in and saying, Oh, I'm sorry. It's coming in and saying, Hey, this is what I told her on the season. When she came back, I was like, Camilla, you need to not just say, I'm sorry. You need to show people that you're trying to change. Ask everybody in the house if they can help you to not drink. Show them that you're trying to do something positive to actually change your behavior to not repeat it. Not just saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, show them that you mean it. And I told her this. Obviously, none of these things were aired or whatever. But I, you know, I tried to help her. Yeah, I really it's, did. It's, it's just words at that point. She can say she's yeah. sorry until she's blue in the face. But if the action's... And she yes. comes on every season after that and still does the same things, then she's obviously not sorry. and Or she doesn't yeah. understand what sorry means. Yes, you know. yes. So um, let's get on to another one of your beefs. And this sure. happened the other night on the reunion. And you're now going to get the forum. Because on the reunion on Tuesday, Kayla and you had this argument that was so... Well, it... I don't even know. I don't even think it started out as an argument. It was like, okay, let's get some clarification here. But every time you spoke, Kayla seemed to interrupt you. And then the way it was edited, it made it even worse. So now that we're here alone and we don't have Kayla interrupting every sentence, not to mention the heavy editing, please tell us the point that you were trying to make with her at the reunion show. My main point with Kayla, and obviously, yes, she wouldn't let me speak, um, was just... I I applaud her if she wanted to make a power move, which she did. But the thing that bothered me is we were on good terms when I left. Like, as far as, and, and 100%, right hand to God, whether I like you or not, if I make you a promise, I will stick with it to the end. We knew the hierarchy. Camilla was my first, and then Jenna and Kayla. And then Tori was at the end there. And even though I like Tori better than Kayla, and I told Tori and Kayla this, if it came down to it, I would have to save Kayla over Tori, despite who I like better because of who I made the promise to first. And we all agreed, the five of us, that we would duke it out in the end. We sat across from each other, stared at each other, and we all were saying, yeah, you know, 
Kayla was saying, oh, I'm not afraid to go against one of the strongest girls. And if I go home to you, then, you know, I go home to you. And, you know, I'd rather have us all be at the end and then just fight it out and then root for whoever makes it to the final. And I'm like, good. Hands shook. Oh my God, stop it. Somebody keeps texting me. Um, it, hands shook. Like, like we have this promise. All five of us will make it to the end and cut off all the fat around until we have to go against each other, in which case we will. May the best woman win. That was the promise. That's what I would stick with 100%. I was never going to turn on Kayla, despite Camilla numerous times being like, hey, you know, let's put them in before they put us in. I don't trust them. And I'm like, no, we promised them. So, you know, I'm going to stick by that. So numerous times. Yeah. The, the one time that I had to vote Kayla in, it wasn't me by myself. It was the entire group. And they wanted to put in either Camilla or Kayla. Camilla was the first one I had to protect. I couldn't do anything to protect Kayla, even though I tried. I was by myself. Every other girl wanted her in. Even her butt kisser, Marie, wanted her in and arranged that because she couldn't get Camilla. So, so what was Kayla's point? I, I, was, tr- so I was trying to follow Kayla's know. argument. I didn't understand and then it. Here's, here's the thing. Kayla, I don't know. Kayla rehearsed that or something because it didn't make <laughs> any sense to what I was trying to say. My problem was that that's not the way I would play. And I, for me, Kayla, apparently, here, here's, here's what happened. My friend told me that on Kayla's Snapchat or whatever, Kayla at the VMAs was saying, oh, you know, none of these girls will come up to my face. Like, I will take Kara out in an elimination. I would go against her. Like, all these girls are too weak. Like, she was bragging being cocky and being a horrible human, like, on her Snapchat. And I was like, she doesn't think I'll come up to her and talk to her. I'll talk to her now. So I went up to her and tried to talk to her. And then, you know, it's the same thing. No, you know, no one's scared of you. Like, whatever her favorite line is. Um, And then she's, you know, trying to say that she did basically lying about everything that she did. So when I came back in the house, it was the same thing. I came back in the house and instead of her being like, yes, I made this boss move. She's like, no, it wasn't. It was everybody else that wanted you in. And I, I didn't have anything to do with it. Like she, you know what I mean? Like, just admit what you did. Yeah. And go on from there. The VMAs you thing know? I saw play out a little bit after the fact, long after the fact, because I didn't even know this was going on at the time. But she said that you confronted her. Her story was, and I'm sure you're going to dispute this, so I want to hear yeah. your side. But her story is, we were all at the VMAs. We had two hours backstage in the green room or waiting. And Carmaria never says a word to me, but not until we get out to the red carpet does she confront me to my face. So what is your side of the story on that? It was, and she's making this into a whole different thing. It was, I didn't get that message. Like I kept saying to people around me, I was like, I need to talk to Kayla. I'm going to talk to her because this is building up and this is too much and I'm annoyed. Um, Because of the fact that when I, even just side note, when I came back from the challenge, I still thought, that Kayla, what she had told me when I came back into the house was true until she started bragging online about making boss moves and making power plays and being this. What? I was like, that's not what you told me when you came into the house. Like, you know what I mean? So to me, she was doing all the shady thing behind my back, talking big behind my back, not talking, not saying it to my face. And I'm the type of person I'll say it to your face. So that's what bothered me. I was like, well, if you're going to make a power play, you know, fucking own it, say it. Say it to me after the fact. Say it to me when I got home. Because I thought, you know, we were at least on an understanding when I was there. Say it to me. Oh, by the way, this is what really happened. Like, just own it. Because we're probably going to see each other on another challenge, you know? Yeah. 
Don't let me know what kind of person you are. So on the red carpet, um, it was when my friend texted me that, like, by the way, Kayla's bragging and saying all this stuff about her, about you on her Snapchat. I was like, why? It's so weird. Well, fine. I'm going to talk to her. So it was, it was quietly, quietly. I was like, Kayla, I was like, can I, can I talk to you after this? Or can I talk to you later? I was like, I want to talk to you about a few things. And she's like, and that was as we were walking out and she's like, I don't know. It just started then. Like I was going to talk to her later, but I wanted to like, at least make eye contact with her because she wouldn't even look at me the whole time. Who the shit? It keeps messaging me. Stop. (laughs) Jesus. Are they saying, are they talking about, Hey, sorry, you didn't win. Are these texts like that? Are they congratulatory texts? Oh, it's it's a boy from oh another, okay boy. He's, i don't know what he's saying but he wrote a lot of things anyways um yeah and so i guess it just blew up there on the red carpet so okay. i mean it, it shouldn't it shouldn't have but it was you know nobody even noticed it till the tail end literally nobody even noticed that we were arguing till the end except for simone because she was right there in the middle so it wasn't even a big deal well but. S- safe to say that we probably have not heard the end of car maria and kayla in the future that's you know, gonna be my guess just, you'll just if you make a move like that you're you're just putting yourself 12 steps backwards she thought she made a, a gain but you really just show that you're not somebody to be trusted yeah. in an alliance and that you will make moves when you say you're a strong player and you're not afraid to take strong players out you know you could have faced me in an elimination she took away my chance at an elimination instead of me having two chances to come back in the house i had one against four girls in, in an equalizing puzzle, not even something that catered to my strength. It was an equalizer meant so that anybody could win because we didn't have any hands on each other. We weren't running. Like, I really was set in a bad position to not come back. Yeah. You well, know, and so she, you just can't trust her. That's all. Well, in in looking at the overall theme of, of Dirty 30, once you knew that this was the setup for the show, Going in, did your mindset change at all of how you were going to play or you couldn't really form any type of strategy because you really had no clue what was going to be thrown at you? The only thing, the only strategy I had was win the challenge or expect to be voted in. That's okay. my, that's how I play every season, no matter what the theme is, no matter what's going on. I know if I don't win the challenge, I'm probably going to go in. And I take that not as like, oh, what was me? It's, you know, people know I'm a competitor and they want to try to get rid of me because they're afraid to go against me. And I, and I take that as a compliment. It's just a fact. It's not, Oh, I'm, I'm a victim. Like it's, it's literally just like, I know I have to perform. That's it. So that's what I set in to do. And I don't play a shady game, no matter how dirty the game is. I have never betrayed anybody that I made a promise to. I've never been shady in any of my game moves. I suck at politics. The only thing I can do is perform. And if I don't win the challenge, I have to perform in an elimination and that's it. And that's how I play, and that's how I've always played. And your track record has proven that you have performed in eliminations. You have the most elimination wins of anybody in the history of the show, I believe. Except for Wes. Except for Wes. Oh, female, I think. Wes. Yeah, female. <laughs> I, yes, I believe. I yeah. believe so. Um, was there a twist this season that, obviously they threw a ton at you during the course of the season. Was there one that you really disliked more than others where you were like, this is bullshit. This is going to screw up my game now. Um, yeah, the redemption house, (laughs) like, like letting, letting someone have the power to vote you straight into redemption when everybody else gets two chances to come back, Yeah, you know, so that, that kind of put a little wrench in things for me. But at the end of the day, the redemption house ended up being like a little oasis. It was like an escape. And I actually, and I got to skip a challenge. I got to kind of chill out, you know, until Jordan showed up and ruined everything. But, (laughs) you know, it was pretty nice before that. (laughs) 
I, you know, it's funny. We talk about strategy on this show, and I, you, like, like I've said, you know, you're the first person that I've ever spoken to from this franchise. So I want, finally get to ask one of the questions that I want to ask regarding um, strategy. Is you know, anytime um, a new season starts, whatever the theme is, it doesn't matter. We kind of know who's going in first, and you know, you throw. Would you throw someone in who's a vet? Well, we can't use the word vet now because sometimes. You're considered a vet if you've been on two or three seasons now. But if you were new to the franchise, would you go after a Bananas or a CT or a Wes right off the bat? Or just looking at the girls, would you come after someone like yourself if you were new to the show? You know, if I did, I'd be quiet about it. You don't show up like, this is my hit list. I'm going after this person. Don't show your (laughs) cards. Be more subtle about it and wait for a good opportunity. Um, the way that I've always played the game is I just try to get rid of the fat because I guess I, I'm confident enough in my abilities and what I can do that, and I'm secure enough in who I am that if I have to go against a strong competitor and they send me home, I will be like, good job. Good luck in the final. I hope you make it. You know, I'm not afraid of that. So I don't play a scared game. It might not be a smart game, but I don't play a scared game. And and I just try to get rid of people that aren't going to help me basically like if if I'm on a challenge or I'm on a team with someone and they suck you know I'd rather vote that person into elimination so that they don't hinder me if they're on my team later so I play the game of cutting the fat I don't target anybody who I think is a threat I just play the best game I can and um my life is different than the people coming in now because when I came in I was fresh meat there was only one fresh meat before me and and there's few of us and, and people thought about us in a certain way, so they wanted to get rid of us. Now, there's so many people from so many different shows who come in that it's not even like, oh, who are you? You're not a part of this. It's just there's literally just so many of them, and there's so many different shows that they just kind of just – they're just a part of our, te- our group automatically. They don't get singled out, really, just because there's so many of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so they don't have the same road that I had when I first started at all. So I, this is – Another thing that what you said kind of leads me to this next question about I can't remember what season you probably do. Uh, what season are you the one cast members were first allowed on? Do you remember which one? It, I think that it was Rivals Three. Was it? Was it Rivals Three? I don't even know because I didn't do it. I didn't do the season. I think it was Rivals Three, and I said no to that season. Okay. But when when it first happened or when you heard it was it first happened that they were finally going outside of the real world road rules franchise to bring in yeah. contestants. Did you like oh, it, it been, or no? Might have been X's. Too. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I at first. No, I didn't. At first, I was kind of a, a dick about it. And I was like, who are these people? This is my house. Like, yeah. I was kind of possessive and stupid. Um, but now I actually welcome it, um, and I think it's good because I like I like not knowing who's going to be there. I like that there's all these new faces now because then there's more people to get to know. There's more stories. There's more diversity. There's more drama. So I I'm happy to. You could put people from The Bachelor, Big Brother, Survivor. I don't care. Bring them on in. The challenge is now the Super Bowl. It's the football field that you know the best teams are going to play on. Yeah. At this point. So welcome to the house, you know, 
and let's play. I, I welcome anybody now. Yeah, so. and we saw last season, the, the, the season that you won with Champs versus Pros and now Champs versus Stars, that they are mm-hmm. dipping into. I mean, obviously when they go to the um, the Stars and the Pros, they were using athletes, but you know this season on Stars, they were obviously using someone from The Bachelor in, in, Josh, yeah. in Josh Murray, and I can't even remember the Stars of or the – the pros from last season, but the season that you won, I'm already drawing a blank on who, who were some of them. Just name some of them that were on. So I can refresh my memory. Some of the pros, Uh, Lolo Jones, Lolo Jones, yeah. um, Lindsay Jacobellis, the, uh, the snowboarder, Snowboarder. um, Gus Kenworthy, the, the Olympic skier, Louis, uh, Um, Louis Vito, the snowboarder. I remember. Yeah. There was the, the two football players that I, I the two, I'm yeah. so bad. I don't know football. So yeah, yeah, I'm but forgetting the other them people too. would know them. Yeah, but <laughs> but nope. Were, were any pros on last season of Champs versus Pros? Were any of them from reality shows, or they were all athletes? Right? It was all, all athletes, athletes, I think. Yeah. Okay, this yep, season looks like was where they're starting to dip in, and then a couple days ago, um, there was a, a you know a challenge website out there that uh, has spoiled the or some of the cast for this upcoming show on MTV called X on the beach, which is it's a UK show. It's, it's shown in other countries, but they've never done it in the U S before, but they are using real world people. They're using challenge people. They're using bachelor people. There's two people from recent bachelor seasons that are on it. Um, they're filming in Hawaii right now. Um, but they're using, it's called X on the beach and it's basically almost like real world explosion um, they're just putting six singles out on a beach or eight singles out on a beach, four guys and four girls. And then at, during the course of the season, they're bringing their ex-boyfriend and girlfriends on the show to create havoc. That's horrible. And I would never be on that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like, I don't really, I do, I've never seen the overseas versions of this show. So I've asked a couple people like, okay, explain to me in a, in a nutshell. And that's what they said. It's just starts off at singles oh, and then God. they bring in the exes. I said, okay, but do the singles know when they sign up, that, yes. hey, my exes are coming on, or are they just thinking they're going out for a singles hookup show? And I mean, I think they know. I, I think they know they're coming I on. I would but. never willingly be like, yeah, <laughs> let me let me go start hooking up with people. And why don't you bring Abram and yeah. also hide all of the knives yeah. <laughs> in the house? Like, what did I was like? I've already done that. I already did X on the beach. It was called Bloodlines, and yeah. I, it was not good. <laughs> Well, I mean, we know that. So, knowing that they're bringing that Josh Murray's on this season of of Champs versus Pros, uh, or Champs versus Stars, and they call it, first season was called Pros. Now they're just called Stars because Josh isn't a pro at anything. So, that's I guess that's why they changed the name. It does make sense now that they that they are doing it. And this riffraff guy, he's not a pro. Yeah. I mean, so I get why they're doing it. But now I guess we can expect going forward that we are going to start seeing. Um, some dipping and, into outside of this, not even outside of MTV world, just not just uh, challenge, real yeah. world, road rules, AYTO. It, we're getting uh, we're going to get other shows starting to come. It's on. just literally is it's it's a free for all. It's yeah. welcome. Come one, come all. And let's have some <laughs> fun at this point. And I'm, I'm down for it. I like I like the new faces. I really do. I, I do now. And I was a, a little bit of a witch when it first started happening because it was like, oh, this dating show, people. Meh. Yeah. But now it's, I mean, bring them in, man. It just keeps the, it's it's making it, spicing it up. I like it. Yeah, I remember I remember hearing an interview that Bananas did where he said, and I think he still probably says to this day, he hates all the Are You The One people. He, like, he doesn't does. think they deserve to he be does. on the show. Yeah, he hates them. He does. <laughs> I, oh, I, speaking of bananas, 
and I. I know. I know. I mean, that's a, a people can say what they want about the guy, um, but that's a huge deal that someone from this franchise got on. A, yes. Not just Fallon. No, no challenge member I don't believe has ever been on a late night of Corden Jimmy or Kimmel Fallon. or Jimmy Fallon. That's, that's huge. huge. Yeah. And he's a huge fan of the challenge and of Johnny. So that means, and if Jimmy Fallon never misses a season. That means he's seen me, so yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no. So now you got a bit. Now you got need to yeah. be asked to be on. So, um, you mentioned bloodlines, and I want to start moving to the relationship portion of this interview uh, segment. Because oh, you are the the, the bachelor. Yeah, let's, let's talk let's, about let's relationships. Um, sure. You had a very public relationship over the over the on this show over the years with uh, Abram. Yes. And, and and I think one thing that people wanted to know, since I tweeted the other night that you were going to be the guest this week, um, one of the questions I got was, where are things at with Abram? I don't think you're in a relationship with him, but do you guys have any sort of communication anymore? No. Here's the deal. Just And just as a side note, I love that like three years later, people are still tweeting me that are more butthurt about my relationship with Abram than Abram is himself. Like literally people like you cheated on Abram. It's like, you're talking about it. And Abram's not, you're acting like I cheated on you. You weird troll. Go away. (laughs) Mute button. Um, anyway, I find that hilarious. Um, no, with Abram, uh, now that I've stepped away from it and really opened my eyes. Um, yeah, I was trying to self-sabotage and I did, and people are like, why don't you just break up with them? And it's like, I had tried numerous times, but it it was such a roller coaster of relationship that when things were good, I wanted to hang on that so bad that I would do anything like walk on eggshells, like ride that high, you know, and then things would not be good. And obviously there's a lot of beautiful things about him that made me stay. It wasn't all bad, but the bad is something that it's not appropriate for anybody to be in a relationship with like nobody should put up with those things so what happened was after I after I cheated um it was two years of me basically have he was able to hold and I see this now I see this now after the fact of what those two on and off years were after the fact or the one on and off year that we had it was basically him doing whatever he wanted while he held the guilt over my head of being a horrible bad person that I needed to keep doing more and more to prove myself to him Um, and I was so down in a hole and so in such a horrible place that like, I would do anything, you know, to, to make things up just because I felt so awful about myself. In reality, I should have just walked away, but I didn't. And then when I thought things were getting better, coincidentally, after, after I took the time on Dirty 30 and I was single on Dirty 30 and I was reflecting, I was actually going to try to put myself back in the relationship with him um and so he had picked me up at the airport after dirty 30 filmed um we i took him out on a date we were talking and i was like yeah you know i know this is you know i'm willing to make things work again like are you do you want to make things work and it looked like we were starting to go in a good direction and then a week later um you know i had gone to his fourth of july barbecue he had me invited me to with his family and friends he treated me like a stranger when i was there which was weird because we had just been cuddling and being together and going on a date just before that um and he had had a girl out that 
you know, he was like, oh yeah, I met her on my travels. I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with her. I know she kind of likes me, but we're just friends and I'm just hosting her in Montana. And I'm like, okay. So long story short, he also lied to my face, um, that night and I caught him with her, almost ran the two of them over. Um, and it just, it was the smallest thing that he could have possibly done, which was basically treat me like crap in front of his family and friends. Um, lie to me about what he what his intentions were with this girl let me catch him with this girl um who wasn't even cute anyway (laughs) um and um it was at that point that it just finally the veil had just like opened up over my eyes and I'm like you know what I I have been treated like this for so long and I've been letting myself be dug under a hole for him for so long I have put up with so much from him so many things that he had done way worse than what I did with Tom, he had done way worse before that, that he would make excuses for. And anything that would go wrong, any time that he was hurt or unhappy, it was my fault. Every way that he felt was my fault. It was just, it was, it was toxic. Honestly, there was a lot of good things, but there was a lot of not right things. Yeah. You know, I went to therapy over it for months and they're like, would you even let, when I told her all the things that actually happened within our relationship, even before the Tom thing, she's like, would you even let your your daughter be with someone like that, like be treated like that. Like you need to open your eyes, like get away. And it wasn't until that moment on the 4th of July, the smallest thing he could have ever done. But it was in that moment that I was like, I'm done. And it snapped in my head and I blocked him on everything. He, he tried messaging me. I he ended up messaging me on, um, on Instagram, leaving me a big long message. He, he wrote like a five page letter to one, you know, gave it to one of my friends to give to me about, I'll pay for marriage counseling. Like we should, you know, I, you're being silly. Like we can make this work. And I didn't realize you cared. And the same letter that he always writes to me basically. And I was like, I am so done. And I just never, I was like, look, Abram, I wish you the best, but it's not going to be with me. And, and that's it. So good luck with your life. And, like, no, I, and no communication since then. None, none. I'm done. It was, it was that final thing that just finally snapped and I was able to just let it go and get away and everything happens for a reason. And I'm so, so, so much happier now. I'm so much happier. And I don't know how I stayed for so long. He feels honestly, we, we were together for so long. We've been through so many amazing things as well, but he feels like a stranger to me now. Like I don't even know him. And I know he's, he's moving on, he's living his life. And I really do wish him the best, but I know that the things that were there, will always be there with whoever he's with. And that's just something that that person was going to have to deal with. Cause I, I'm, I'm done and I've learned a lot. That's all. Oh, I mean, that's all you can do from relationships is, is, is move on. And like you said, there were times where you just kept holding on and kept holding on and yeah. whatever it took. I know you said it was small, but the fact that it wasn't really small, he lied to you again, essentially over this in what happened in 4th of July. Like, oh, it was the tiniest thing that has ever happened in, in the course of our relationship. Let me tell you the tiniest. But yes, <laughs> yes, that final tiny little straw that broke the camel's back is what snapped me back to reality. And I said, fuck this. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> the and, end. You know, I mean, uh, it, congratulations for that. Um, you know, I mean, I think that there are a lot, obviously there's a lot of fans of the show that, probably want to see you and Abram together just like there's fans of bachelor and bachelorette couples that break up that think that they know what's going on and oh my god how could you guys break up or why would you say that about him or why would you say that about her all this stuff that I don't really understand it I mean I don't know you two but the bottom line is 
you just laid it all out there, everything that went on in your relationship for the most part, and you're in a better place now. So why can't yeah. people be happy with that? <laughs> you oh, know? no. People people don't care. The only thing I ever get, it's not like, why don't you go back with Abram? And I do. I still, they're really, he really is an, a special, interesting, unique type of guy. Like, that's the type of guy that I go for, just without the, the, the other things that come with it. But the only thing I ever get is like, you cheated on Abram, you whore. Like, fucking three years later, I, I'm going to be, I am going to be 60 years old at some point, And somebody's going to tweet me, you cheated on Abram. It's like, it's like, I didn't cheat on you. Go away. <laughs> well, let's, the thing I wanted to talk about, the cheating on Abram part. I mean, I, for those that are fans of the challenge, you know what we're talking about. It happened on Bloodlines. You were in an on-again, off-again relationship with him. Heading into the yeah. season, you hooked up with Thomas Abram enters the show later on in the season. And going by what mm -hmm. you said this past Tuesday at the reunion and by what Banana said is you basically wanted out of that relationship when you left to film Bloodlines. And it seemed like you basically yes. did the hookup with Thomas to give yourself, not that it was right, but that it was a way to get out of the relationship. Fair? Fair. Okay. But not fair. But yeah. But I mean, fair to say that that's why you did it with Thomas or what well, yes. you did. Okay. Um, now, the point to be made from that and what you and Bananas seemed to have an issue with at the reunion the other night was the fact that yours happened three years ago and yet people can't seem to let you live it down. But yeah. but Tony cheats on basically every season he's on, yet you don't feel he gets enough shit for it. Is that the way I'm understanding it? Yeah, but at the end of the day, and I have learned such a big lesson in this, um, that was my feeling at the time. And I do agree that the double standard exists. It's not fair. Yeah. Um, but it's also not fair of me to use Tony as an example. Um, and I've learned this is this is a big thing is I regret coming after Tony or blowing him up on Twitter because I'm at the point and, and this is all there is to it. End of statement is it's not my relationship. It's not my problem. So from now on, if I ever do a challenge and people are hooking up left and right, married with kids, I don't care. If I'm not in a relationship with you, that's not my problem. You can go ahead and live your life. I am blowing up anybody's spot because it's just – I'm an adult now and I am definitely embarrassed about that from me. I'm not going to protect anybody, but it's just yeah. not my business. So I don't care anymore. But my my thing is in, in your position or anybody positions on that show, if – yeah. If you're on a show and two people are hooking up and you know and the cast knows that one of them has a boyfriend or a girlfriend back home or they're with them, whatever the case may be, the thing is you know you're going to get asked about it in confessionals to get a response. Yeah. So is your response just going to be, I don't want to talk about it? Or how do you handle something like that? I don't even know. <laughs> I guess I guess it just depends. Like if they bring it up, I mean, if I wasn't there, you know, I can't comment. If they're not having sex right in front of me, then I can't be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just not going to talk about rumors. If it's something I've seen with my own eyes, I'll be like, yeah, so yeah. I don't care. Like, pass. Like, I don't care, you know? Yeah. Because I don't. I don't care. All I care about is, are you voting me into the elimination or are <laughs> yeah. you not? Like, well, I don't care who you hook up with. That's your penis. Do what you want with it. Just don't put it near me. Yeah. <laughs> and Tony seems to get his penis around this franchise. Um, I the, the thing with Tony is this, and I, I actually liked him. He was on Explosion, right? That was the first season he was on, Real World Explosion. Yeah. I actually, I, I, I liked him on that season, but then after that season I found out, oh, he got Madison pregnant. And then, oh, he cheated on Madison and got Alyssa pregnant. Whatever the case may be. 
the thing is, I'm starting to get the sense, and I didn't notice it until last, you know, the other night when it was brought up at the reunion. Not not necessarily that Tony doesn't nearly get enough shit. I almost feel like it's going the other way with Tony, and I get the sense that maybe I'm in the minority here, but I get the vibe just hearing fan response that Tony is almost like a little beloved for the fact that he has two daughters with two different girls, both of which he cheated on. Yeah. It's almost like people are starting to feel sorry for him. And I, if, I don't get if, it. If, yeah. I don't either. Honestly, like I'll say Tony does have, he does have a really good heart. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally be in a relationship yeah. with someone like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's a, he's a good He's a he's a funny guy. He's got a good heart. Um, but yeah, I just I I used him as a sacrificial lamb yeah. as an example because I don't I just hate double standards and hypocrites so much. And I'm like, if this was a woman, if a woman had two different kids with two different baby daddies and was just doing her thing, like she would be burned at the stake. Oh yeah. And it's like people are like, Oh, it's funny. It's just boys being boys. He's drunk. Let it go. Like, it's like, no, if, if you're going to be cool with one thing, be cool with the other. That's all. Or if you're going to crucify one, crucify the other. Like, I just don't like people see what they want to see and they make excuses for what they want to make excuses for is what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I can't, I can't argue it's stupid anymore, and I can't – so I'm just – you know, everybody can live their lives unless it personally affects me, then we'll have a problem. And I'm not going to – you know, I feel bad using him as an example, but it just was something that, like, blatantly everybody would not stop forever about me about that and then making excuses for someone else. It's just – that's where my problem was, but – now I'm like, you know what? It's your relationship. It's your problem. I'm staying out of it. So that's my new motto, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and I don't – and I have no – I've never spoken to Tony. I don't know one of the guy outside of the show, mm-hmm. just stuff that I read and, and whatnot. But, you know, to his credit, he has at least made something good out of a very awkward situation. I mean, he could have easily just said, I don't want to be part of Madison and that daughter's life. And I'm just going to, it's just going to be a meal list. Like, it seems like he's very involved with both. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, should you get credit for, you know, having a child and caring for them? I, I don't know. That should be pretty <laughs> standard, but he, the fact of the way everything went down and how soon he had a baby with Alyssa after his baby with Madison, I guess it could have gone south, and he's he's tried to make the best of uh, of what he has. So I give I I do I guess give him credit for that because he could have gone a different way <laughs> along those lines. But I guess you know credit for being a father. I guess, uh, I guess congratulations. <laughs> I, I take really good care of my horse. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, <have> <laughs> uh, I, I I wanted to. I was looking at something, and I. It made me want to ask you this because I was doing some search on um, on the Bloodlines thing and everything that went down with Abram. I didn't realize this after the fact. After Bloodlines went down and that reunion was one of the more awkward reunions ever with the way Abram was acting yeah. and the, the position that you were put in, it just seemed so I, – I can't imagine being you in that situation. Yeah. He said after the fact, after that season when you and Jamie won – a quote from him was he disagreed with how you guys got the money. Maybe I missed something. What was he referring to? I don't get what Abram was. He just mad because you won or what happened? Um, I have no idea. Honestly, um, when they put Abram and Mike against my cousin, Jamie, who I voted 
them i voted the, all that to happen because it had to happen that way they edited it out um there were some personal issues at home that michael had to go take care of so he had to leave the show um so at, they purposely had to leave and it wasn't to save us or to help us like they had to leave and then people are coming at me like ah you you don't earn you didn't earn your win and it's like really because i sent johnny home then I had to go against Anissa and something physical, one-on-one right before the final, sent her home. Yeah. Then I had to win the final against a team of two dudes, yeah. won that. So nobody ran the final for me. Nobody solved the puzzles for me. Nobody sent Johnny home for me. Nobody sent Anissa home for me. I did those things. I did those things. So I won and I earned my spot. And you know what? When I cash the check, that's real. So you can go ahead and try to discredit me all you want, but I cash the check. I got the money. So. Yeah, when I read that quote, I just didn't know what he was referring to. And no, he it was, seems like he was referring to that situation with the with the mic and and him getting. He I, he is. I think that's what he's referring to. But like he had made it very well known, like that he had to leave. They had to go home. Yeah, they were done. They had to leave for whatever they had to leave for. They had to go take care of things back at home. They left for that, not to save me, not to help my ass out. They left because they had to. Yeah, they if, would have rather stayed and made the made the big money. I'm quite sure. Yeah, if they if that would have happened in a final, and you and Jamie were given the championship by default, then yeah, maybe he could say yeah. something like that. But so much shit happened after they left. If he if he had to slow make any down sense to say you didn't to let me cross the finish line, that'd be one thing. Yeah. but no, you had to leave. So don't pretend like you know. It's just whatever. And, I don't care. And, I, I don't care. I won. And yeah. At the end of the day, I got the money, but everything else is irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. And but another thing that happened at the end of that season that I didn't know until I just recently read, I didn't realize your dog had died while you were filming. Yeah. Or, like I was. I went through a lot after blood. I was going to say I, you had all that with Abram, and then you find out you get back from filming, and yeah, your dog had died, which he, is awful. My little, my little 16 year old nugget and he he was he had gone blind in his old age and i still like he lived the best life in montana and i'd given him to um to abram's brother there and his sister and um his girlfriend to like look after and jingles was fine pep and his step little you know old man apparently he was great all the way up until abram got home abram said that as soon as he got home uh the dog started going downhill and then literally about Two days before I got home, my dog passed away on his own. So Ugh. it was it was a lot. And then I, I come home trying to grieve my dog like I was losing it. My I was in the worst hole after bloodlines. Like I was demolished as a human. Like and I walked into my apartment, saw his little dog bed and just lost it. And meanwhile, Abram, all he wants to do is talk about, you know, what happened. And yeah. I'm like, I can't even function right now he's like oh i don't know you really the dog really affects you that much it's like are you kidding me i've had this dog i've had this dog since i was 13 years old like my heart he was my he was my little love like and i i would cry about it now because i love that dog so much and like to come in and not even be able to like grieve the loss of your animal because he just instantly wants to start talking about the relationship and then has me in tears and then wants to have sex like it's the most i was so emotionally messed up like, I can't even explain to you what kind of a hole I was in from, from him, from my dog, from the way that he was spinning my brain. Like, I was not in a good spot for a long time. Yeah. And I'm finally good now. And I'm just, I'm glad that everything happened. 
and I'm alive and I'm good and I'm much better off now. So. Okay, one final thing about Abram. Okay, what? this is this is it. <laughs> if they ever did another season of X's, would you do it with him? No. Okay. I I I can't. I don't know. Maybe eventually we'd be okay, but I just it's too much has happened. I don't know. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> Based on everything you just said over the last 20, 25 minutes, I, it, it would yeah, be really, no. put it this way. If I found out that there was another season of X's and you guys were on it, I would be like, whoa, like this is going to yeah. be interesting to watch. It certainly would be good TV because, because of the past, you know, that you guys had. And, you know, we've seen in X's seasons that they've kind of stretched yeah. what's considered an X on this show. But I think if anybody saw you and Abram as a team, it'd be like, okay, this is some we would need a therapist. Yeah. I mean, it's you know it's crazy too and I'll and the the one really good thing I'll say about him, I'll give him this is I think the only reason I stayed for so long is just our physical connection was beyond anything I've experienced in my life, like unbelievable, and I think I just stayed with him for that for a while too even though things were just really messed up emotionally. Mm. Um but so it's kind of hard. I mean, I think now I mean, a hundred percent now everything is, he, it's so weird. It's so weird. Like I said, to be with someone for so long and, and then they are, he's literally like a, like a, like a dream, like a shadow, like a stranger. Like I don't even know him anymore. Yeah. It's just so weird. You know? No, I, I get it. It's, you've been through that much with somebody and then things happen and you kind of move on and you look back and you're like, whoa, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who that person is anymore. Huh. But you know what? You know what? There are other tattooed, beautiful men out there that um, maybe I'll meet one day, you know? Maybe you, never, you will. That you never be, know. That would be, be interesting if you did. Maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> one other relationship question that has nothing to do with Abram uh, to talk about is something that happened on Invasion. Oh, Christ. Nicole? <clears throat> where there was a little <laughs> triangle between you, Nicole, and Laurel. Now there was there wasn't a triangle. Nicole wanted me. I didn't want her. When I left, she moved on. She to moved Laurel. on to Laurel. Yeah, that's literally it. There was no triangle. It was like it was a train. I was at the front. Nicole was in the middle. Laurel was in the back. As soon as I left, Nicole turned around and was like, "Oh, there's someone else I can try." I I, I didn't want to do anything with Nicole. I I thought she was funny. She was all right. She was cool to hang out with. I flirted because I'm a flirt. But I never wanted to do anything with her. And I made that known. I never let her on. I was honest with her the whole time. Never knew that Laurel had feelings for her. Knew Laurel forever. Never knew Laurel was into girls like that. I don't think... Laurel didn't know she was into girls like that. I was going to say, I don't think anybody that watching this franchise knew that Laurel was into girls until that season aired. And we were like, whoa, wait a second. Nicole and Laurel are an item now? And it's just, yeah. 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 That's it's just you know, and I I was hoping the best for him. Like you know, if, if it makes Laurel happy, Nicole makes Laurel happy, then then go for it. I don't care. But they're <laughs> they're no longer together, right? They broke up too, and I'm sure Nicole's cycled through quite a few people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so it wasn't, and it's not like you are against females. You just weren't into Nicole. No. I was not into. No, I was not into Nicole, and and okay. I as a friend. She was all right. She was cool. She was funny. I was not into her Physically. in that way. Yeah. For the record, I really like guys. <laughs> I like guys a lot. I have been known 
to be with girls every now and then because I'm an equal opportunity employer. But I like if I like someone, I like someone. I like to make out with people, but I love men and all of their manliness. Gotcha. Give me one. <laughs> okay. Um, so before we get on to a couple games we're going to play towards the end of this, um, just tell everybody where you're at right now in terms of anybody that follows you on Instagram or social media are very well aware that you, you live in Montana, you love your horses, you love working out and you love donuts, right? Horses, donuts, and working out. So that is like, I I think people want to know, like, what is it that you do when you're not on challenges? Oh my God. Am I ever not on a challenge? (laughs) Then there's that. (laughs) There's, there's no time for me to be like working a nine to five. I was working, um, full time and I love kickboxing teaching being in a kickboxing instructor working you know 7 hour a day 5 hour, 5 days a week like I was working kickboxing um now because I've just been I'm filming so much that by the time I get home and you get a couple of weeks to to process your brain and get your head straight after everything you've just been through and trying to deal with being back into the world again um you I, it's it's I'm I'm I've told them and I love my kickboxing gym out here in Montana. I love the people I work with. I love what I do. I love the members. They keep me pushing. Um, and I love the workout, but right now I'm part-time or on call. So I'm happy to go in and teach some classes when they need me. But right now I'm just trying to, trying to get my body and my brain back because when you film a challenge and you're gone for eight or nine weeks, you go to crap. You do the final in the worst shape that you you're, you're ever been in because I go from working out, basically all day because it's my job when I'm home between riding my horse kickboxing, which I love teaching kickboxing and then going to CrossFit because I love lifting and I love my friends and my team there. I'm active all day. I do a challenge and I'm laying around the house all day waiting for catering and drinking excessively, (laughs) barely working out. And that's at that point, eight weeks of doing that later, then you run a final. Yeah. So you can try to get on a treadmill for five minutes and, you know, do a couple bicep curls, but you're not doing anything that you, that I do at home. You're not doing kip ups. No. (laughs) So I'm, so I, when I'm home, I'm just trying to recover and get my body back and and eat the food that I like to cook and just let my, let me be human again, basically. But then, you know, I still ride my horse every day. I CrossFit every day. I eat dessert when it's given to me, and I, you know, substitute at kickboxing. So that's basically where I'm at right now. What about any more? Are there any more music videos in your future? Uh, doing a little uh, research, you were in the music video for the band My Silent Bravery. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was. I was actually in a couple music videos yeah. back in the day. I was in like another really cool one as a dominatrix. Yeah, I saw um, that one too. <laughs> you did. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, my my silent, but the one where you were featured was the yeah. band My Silent Bravery. The song is called Amazing. You can pull it up on YouTube, and you were basically the love interest of the guy in the video. Um, just yeah. kind of. Do you ever do that? Do you have any other aspirations to do any other I... acting slash modeling stuff or anything like that? I mean, if anything comes to me, absolutely. Um, but when I did all of those things, I was like eight, from 18 to 26, I was doing like calendars and music videos and being an extra in things and doing all that kind of, I loved it. I lived for it, like fashion shows, bikini contests. Like I lived for that. And now I'm 31. I actually feel stronger than I've ever been. I feel great. 
but it's just not I'm in the middle of Montana I was doing all this when I was in Boston in California and so the opportunities in Montana are not really out there but if (laughs) something comes up I'm always happy to like I I love being in front of the camera I really do so I mean if something comes up I'll do it okay um I want to play a little word association with you I want you this is going to be really quick and I'm going to just throw out names and I okay. want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your head when, okay. when I say these character names. Okay. I'm not good at thinking fast, but okay. Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be one word. It just could be a short phrase or a word. Anything that comes to your head. All right. Okay. Here we go. Bananas. Bananas. Johnny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. Potster. <laughs> okay. Uh, TJ. The boss. Jenna. Cupcakes. Okay. CT. Can I explain to you the cupcake one? Yeah, go ahead. Because everybody likes a cupcake. They're really sugary and pretty, but there's not really a lot of layers in there. It's just like, it's just like, like, she literally just reminds me of like a, like a vanilla pink frosted sprinkled cupcake with glitter. Like everybody loves it. She's pretty, but it's just all sugar. There's just a lot of just sugar. <laughs> there's not, there's not really anything else in there. <sighs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, CT. But nobody, nobody's going to say no to a cupcake. Everybody loves them. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. We love our sprinkles cupcakes. I hear you. Yes. Um, CT. Train. Choo-choo. Train? That was it? Train. Train. Okay. Don't get on the fucking, don't get on the train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one. Kayla. On. Oh, uh. Rotten, honestly, rotten. I, I I didn't. This wasn't even like this. I had these written in order before I even asked you, but out, straight from Kayla, we go to Jordan. Oh, <laughs> I think you made your. I think you made your 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 thoughts known yeah. on Jordan and your feelings about Give him. Give me just earlier. a sound effect. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Okay, uh, Wes. Sneaky, cocky. Camilla. Mm, honestly, mm, one word. At this point, I just want to say like troubled. I was going to say hot mess, but enough. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Darrell. Chip. <laughs> uh, I love Darrell. Anissa. Shady. Corey. <laughs> Player. Hunter. Mm. Strong willed. And finally, Tori. Funny. Okay. So there's your there's your word association. Now I end every podcast with a final ten, which is just final ten questions that are Somewhat personal, uh, but these happen to be basically all about challenge questions and stuff that I'm interested in in regards to the challenge. So question number one, we obviously know you're big into horses. I had a recent podcast guest, like, I don't know, within the last four, I believe. And I think one of my questions to them was, what's what's one of your biggest fears? And for what reason, they said they feared horses. And I can't remember... Who it was that told me that. But for those that aren't familiar with horses, tell me some of the best qualities 
of horses that people just who aren't around horses would would have no idea it's, about. The the best thing I can tell you is it's like it's this overwhelming sense of respect and freedom because when I ride a horse I and I've been I've had my horse for so long since I was 14 I had her she's 27 now um and she was like 11 when I got her or something but when I ride her I I forget sometimes how big she is and how powerful she is and if she wanted she could just stop throw me off her back and crush my skull in. But the fact is when I'm on her, it's this sense of mutual respect and I'm borrowing her freedom when I'm on her. And that I feel like when I'm riding her, that we're one, we're one unit. Like she knows that just the slightest move of my body, my breath, like we know each other so well. And it's, it's a feeling that nobody can understand unless they have a horse. And then just me, my favorite time with her is just being with her, just like putting, putting her forehead against my forehead and just like, patting her eyes like and just holding her against me like it's just I love her so much and you can't understand you can have a dog you can have a kid but there's just there's just a a different connection with a horse and and this and this is I'm someone that has never been around horses I think I went horseback riding when I was like six one time or whatever when family trip or something like that so I have no idea about horses and, and this may seem like a totally stupid question but I'm interested about it like does the horse like if you were in a bad mood or you were sad or crying would that horse know would your horse know yeah she does i feel like she does i've cried okay. i've cried to her i have cried to her many times like i've spent you know weekend nights with her like in her stall like talking to her about everything like she you know she she okay. listens she's very sensitive and she knows when she knows when i put on put somebody on her that she needs to take care of. Like she knows who she can get away with things with. And she knows like if I put someone on her that's delicate or nervous, like she's, she's more gentle. Hmm. Like she's, she's a, every horse is different. Like yeah. every dog is different, but my girl, she's special. That's interesting. Okay. Question number two, in your opinion, who is the most overrated and underrated challenge competitor? Ooh, uh, I can't, I don't want to say who's overrated because that would be me being mean. <laughs> like, um, and I think everybody's just going to see what they want to see anyways. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely have a name in mind, but I won't say it, like I said, because I don't want to get backlash, which I a hundred percent would. Yeah. But I think just look at, look at a person's actual track record. There's people that can make it to numerous finals you know, without seeing elimination, which is basically the way you want to do it. But, you know, there's just, there's just a lot of things. There's just a lot of things there. I'm not going to say anything. The most underrated though, uh, there's no one. I think everybody, I think I was the most underrated. I don't know. Anybody that's like sneaky good, but hasn't like, I guess who would, here's a different way to phrase it. Who's the best player out there that's never won yet? I'm trying to think, just as a fan, who yeah. do I think is the best? You know who I think I, I for females. Now that I think about it, then again, I'm I'm someone that get again that missed about five or six seasons. I know she didn't win, but I could be missing someone earlier on. For how she came into the show and how little of expectations I had of her, I never thought Jenna would be nearly as good as she is. I don't think anybody did. 
Like she. How? Was, how? Uh, how? Uh, I never looked at Jenna because she's done. I mean, she got the very first season she did, I believe, of the challenge. She got to the finals. Now she might yeah, have she skated did. there, but she got there yeah. with her ex, that one little short dude. What's his name? Yeah, they never, they never had to do an elimination. Yeah, and then they ended up quitting, or he ended up quitting. But yeah. I remember she was good in challenge. Like when she went on the show, I just thought, oh, tall, dumb blonde who literally has no physical skills whatsoever. But every season she does well in challenges, and I figured. So if I had to guess, that that would be um, mine for underrated. Okay. I, w- I would say the opposite. <laughs> no, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Me because she's like she's like untouchable, and I I love her as a human. Like she's a really nice. She's just a nice person. But um, as far as like, I don't. I, I think. Uh, but she does do good in challenges, I right? I mean, am I missing um, something? I don't. I don't think. I think you're just listening to rumors because I don't. I unless you like. I don't know. I think she's won a couple challenges, but I mean, I just look at like what happened, what happened, what happened when she had the chance to make it to the final on this last one, this $450,000 final, her and Kayla didn't even move. Yeah. No, like, no, this season she shit the bed. I, that one, I, they were, they were in the bottom. They were in the bottom, basically the entire dirty 30. Like it was always, you know, like they, they were never really in a position of power until the end mm. you know like there was just i don't know I okay don't know. so who's uh, let's see who's underrated then? so who's the best player to never win guy and girl um i don't know because i only care about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i really do like i don't want anybody else to like i yeah. only care about me <laughs> um okay i don't think i i don't think anybody that hasn't won like i just if you you win if you have if you have the heart like I seen you can see in people if they have the heart or not, you know, and I, I think everybody that's won has deserved to win. There's no one that hasn't won yet that I'm like, why haven't they won yet? I, I don't, I haven't seen it from anybody yet. Is it safe to say that some up and comers that we could see possibly winning in the future, not saying they're the best that haven't won, <clears throat> but based off this last season in the future, no. seeing them do well, uh, Hunter and Only... Tori. Hunter and Tori, are they up and comers? Oh, Hunter, Hunter, a hundred percent. Yeah, thanks for bringing okay. him up. If he yeah. if he was healed, that kid's got heart and he's got drive. Yeah, and um, I could I could see him winning. I don't know how he is at puzzles though. I don't know, and that is a huge determining factor. Yeah. Um, but as far as just having the heart and the will to to keep pushing past anything you can, Hunter, a hundred percent. I'd give him that. I was rooting for him. Um, and then Tori, Tori, um, yeah, yeah, I could see Tori, I could see Tori winning. She, I mean, she's resourceful. Like when it came down to the last Tangram puzzle that we did before the final start, before we were able to make it to the final, you know, she looked to her left, she saw CT's, she saw CT's puzzle, took a couple pieces from what he did. She looked to the right, she saw my puzzle. She took a couple pieces from what I did and, you know, did her last couple pieces. She's very good with the social game she's i mean she's got a she's got a body on her you know she's she can she can run she can do things Mm -hmm. and she's she's really resourceful so she's a quick thinker and she'll pull things together to make things happen so i could see her winning for sure for sure um i think my overrated guy would be Corey, just because he's he's... (laughs) i i say overrated because 
he gets a lot, and he's talked about a lot. He was on from the first challenge he's been on. It seems like he's been on every one since. Like he's never skipped yeah. a season. He's been on every season. He's talked about a lot. He gets the girls and whatever. But when you look at his game, he's terrible. That's what I mean by over. Like he's uh, he hasn't been good in challenges. Hell, he couldn't even stay on a fidget spinner the other night. Fell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I, I yeah. I'm just saying yeah. he, when he when he's in the actual challenges when he has to compete he hasn't uh, maybe but may, again maybe. I mean he definitely came through on on Dirty Thirty on that very first one where he took that where he sent he beat Darrell. In that sprint. Yeah, he did. But then I, I then mean, I look did. at him at the fidget spinner the other night, and I'm like, God, that was horrible. But, you know, look <laughs> at me throwing a bolo. Like, you can't be good at everything. You know, like, we've all got our strengths and weaknesses. And yeah. Corey, I mean, Corey, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't, with Corey, I think he's got the capabilities. Um, I think that people just look at him for what he is. You know, he's a playboy. He's going to flirt with girls. He's going to. He's gonna do the best he can. He's he he unfortunately revealed his cards too early and said, "I'm going after Johnny." Yeah. We know he's not good at puzzles, um, but he, I mean, and the only thing about Corey is I I just I think a lot of it comes down to heart, and I don't see him going to the point of I'm gonna I'm gonna die for this. You know, like he yeah. just kind of is like oh, I'm uncomfortable, like I'm I'm good. Like he, I don't see that fire in him really. And more that, and he, more that he's just doing the show for fun. He's just having fun. Yeah, yeah he's having, having fun. fun. I'm going to hook up with, yeah. see who I can flirt with. It like if he went into a season like, look, I am staying away from that. I'm not getting myself involved in drama. I'm not going after girls. I want to kill it and win this thing. Maybe he will win someday. But that's where I think you and I see there's something I we haven't seen it yet. At least the viewers something, haven't, and you haven't seen missing. it. Yeah, yeah, something's missing. Seems that like, he's just doing it for be- fun. I want to be with someone who who's going to give every single thing they have and everything that I do with them and who's going to take control of if I'm partners with them that, you know, they're going to take control, too, and, and they're going to lead. And so it's not just me the whole time. Like in, yeah. you know, the, so Corey, I wouldn't feel 100 percent confident just being partners with him in something just because I don't I've never worked with him before. I don't know. I think he definitely has it. And he's a good guy and he's funny to watch and he's cool as shit. And I have no problems with him, but as far as just the the competition, I think he's gonna he's just gonna have to work his way there, yeah. I guess. Or want it because he's just having fun. Okay, question number three. God, that was only two questions. Um, <laughs> we went long on that one. Uh, question number three: Is there anyone in the challenge family who you haven't hooked up with, but kind of maybe always had a thing for? No. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, yeah. You know what? I will. I'll throw this one out here. Uh, it was funny because on Cutthroat, um, it was I was feeling Emily actually, and it was and Abrams agged me away from her and got mental on me on that show. But mm. uh, I really, I really liked. Um, she's on a different level than me, but I just think she's. You know, we probably wouldn't get along personality wise, but just like as far as who do I think is absolutely beautiful and strong Emily but I but as far as guys there's there's no guys that I'm like yeah I wish I got with them because they're all kind of like brothers to me at this point it's all like a family now I'm gonna I'm gonna show my lack of somewhat knowledge here are we talking about the Emily that's on this yes season of uh, champs and stars 
That, yeah. That Emily. Okay. I think she's, and I will credit her to this day. Like it wasn't until she suplexed me over her head when we were wrestling over a stick on X's one that I was like, well, maybe I will try this CrossFit thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would not be in the shape I am, like as healthy as I am and as driven as I am. If I kind of, I kind of took, I kind of took from her playbook. So she actually, without, without, you know, even being the, you can't work out with me CrossFit club that, you know, she did to me when I came in on rivals too, even being kind of like that and being mean, um, she's still, it, it pushed me to just be stronger and, and better and to take things more seriously. So it, I'll credit her for that too. Unless she got bumped early off of, Free Agents, Bloodlines, Invasion, or Dirty 30. When I saw that she was one of the females on Champs versus Stars this season, I the first reaction I had was, who's this? I don't remember her. Oh, God, no. She w- has was she on earlier seasons? She, she won Rivals 2. I came in second to her and Paula. They came in first. Where was she that from? Was last, what was her? She was Real World DC, and I think she's only done Cutthroat. I think she's only done Cutthroat and... Um, and Rivals 2? I think so. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so that's probably why I don't know her. Oh, I didn't watch and TC. X's. X's 1. She's done 3. Okay, she did X's 1. Okay, so let me... Uh, real, world, real World DC. Did I watch that one? Because maybe, maybe I'm just remembering her from... Okay, so who was the cast on Real World DC? It was Andrew, Ashley, oh. Callie, Emily Schramm, Josh, Mike, and- Ty... Back, back to just side note. Back to Camilla. That one word for her also is fire. Because the one, the one real good compliment. I know she's troubled now, but the the thing that you give her is like with with Camilla. It could be any weird thing in the world. That girl, when when I tell you heart, Camilla has the heart. Like she pushes her body till it's about to break down, and that's what I I wish I had that and. That is why a lot of people don't win, and that is why a lot of people don't even make it to a final or win an elimination. What Camilla has is that that is what winners have, is anything presented in front of her, she gives it her all. Like, she is an animal. So you got to give her that. She is fire. Troubled, but she is fire. Okay. You know one name I forgot to give you in that list was Ashley. Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh she's a hot mess but like in a funny way <laughs> I, I just she's a riot she's a fucking riot that girl you know when i saw her i remember i remember her when i watched that season because she was on the season that filmed in san francisco was that explosion or what, which one was she on the real world season. oh wait are you talking about ashley i'm talking about smashley that one okay smashley was is you know with the, the fake titties now yeah her yeah. Oh, Smashley. Yeah. Uh, what about her? Again? What was her real? What was her real world season? I don't even know. Okay, I remember because she was basically on for two or three episodes, and the house voted her out. Like they just said, oh, like she... we don't want her on the show. She's such a drunken hot mess, and we're yeah. we're done with her. So she got voted out of that season. So when they brought her on the challenge, I was and the fact that she won, she won in uh, invasion, right? Yeah, but see that goes to show you. It's like you anybody I mean she beat technically she beat Camilla and yeah. Nicole whereas on X's 1 Camilla beat DM Brown and Emily Schroem and it just depends like what partner do you have at what leg of the race is really going to kind of affect your outcome 
So you never, you can never put money on anybody because you never know what's going to happen. You could have someone on their worst day running and on their worst day at a puzzle. And then on the, you know, and then somebody has them on their best day at something else. Like you never know. I hate, I hate it. I wish they would just do a final where you were a hundred percent on your own and everything that you did was on you. And it wasn't like, I didn't, I wouldn't have to depend on a guy being my partner at any leg. I wouldn't have to worry about another person having a better partner at a different thing. Like, I wish they would do a final that you were just completely on your own. And that way no one could take anything away from you because everything you do is on you. So if you suck, it's you. And if you win, it's you and nobody helped you. That's what I wish they would do, but we'll see. All right. Question number four, uh, explain the hair feather. We've always seen it. You pretty much always have it on where, when did you start wearing them and what's the origin behind it? Explain. I, um, I started, I, I guess Rufio from hook everybody says i remind them of rufio i don't know okay. i i liked anything that i found from beads to keys to thread to feathers i would just put in my hair and unfortunately it's ripped and ruined all of my hair so i had to take my dreads out and now i just have a clip in feather that i put in because i like it okay <laughs> I, I like the the different i like being weird and different anyway okay um <laughs> Question number five, uh, of all the challenges that you've done, what was the toughest physical individual challenge you ever competed in? And what, and what season was it in? What point of the game was it in? Oh, Christ. You're really going to make me think. I can tell you the hardest final I've ever done was the nonstop insanity of Rivals 1. That was the hardest final that I've ever done. The hardest singular challenge that I've ever done, I honestly can't even think because i've done so many i'd say oh not the hardest but scary was um cutthroat when we had to do the stampede there was a bottleneck i didn't see that season oh yeah and i got crushed under bodies of men like it's like trying to escape a club that's on fire and you have one tiny door to go through and everybody's running out of it and it was it was that was scary in itself um yeah i can't think of a different I can't think of another individual challenge that was the hardest physically. Okay. Question number six, uh, the best location you ever shot a challenge in favorite, your favorite challenge location. I've got three. I've got three. I love Prague. I love Berlin and I love, um, Argentina, Solta Argentina. I love those three places. So the Czech Republic and Argentina are my two favorite ever places to go to. Okay. Question number seven. If you never got involved in the challenge franchise, what occupation do you think you'd have now? Oh God, who is it? Oh, the challenge has changed who I am. As yeah, a human. I don't know what I'd be doing. I honestly have no idea. Maybe I'd be. Hopefully, I wouldn't be working in an office somewhere. Maybe I'd still be bartending. Who knows? I don't know. Um, it's the challenge has changed my life and who I am. So I can't even imagine if I'd never done it. Okay. Question number eight. Eight. Everyone knows you as this dynamite challenger who is super competitive, has this ruthless side to you. Tell us one thing about yourself that you don't think most of the audience would know. Maybe something that shows a more tender side. I am the most tender. I'm the biggest (laughs) dork in the entire world. Uh, But honestly, um, I have bad social anxiety. So this will just, this is just relatable, I guess. Um, 
in the way that I, I'm an only child. I'm used to being alone. I need to be alone. And the hardest thing for me is just being around a lot of people. So if I'm booked to do an appearance, great. If that's my job, like bartend, DJ, host the club, I'll kill it, right? Because that's my job and I'm on. But if you just throw me in a crowd of people, um, sometimes I get really, really bad social anxiety and I need to run away and be alone. Sometimes I've run away and just like cried because I'm overwhelmed. Not like anybody's being mean to me or anything's happening. It's just too much for me to handle. And I need desperately to have alone time so that I can reset myself and, and, and function and go back with people again. I'm really actually pretty awkward. Um, really insecure. And back when I was in high school, I had nowhere to sit at lunch and I used to eat my lunch in the bathroom. So there's a little backstory to me. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. Um, no question number nine, a Mount Rushmore of challenge competitors could be all girls. Could be all guys. Two, yes. two, three, one, your Mount Rushmore of challenge competitors. How, how many is Mount Rushmore? Five. Four. <laughs> four, four, isn't it? <laughs> four. I don't know. <laughs> I can only pick four people. Yeah, four. So the Mount Rushmore of uh, of challenge. Only four people. Only four people. Can I be? Am I in it? Um, if you want to put yourself in it. Yeah. Okay. Me, Johnny. Yeah. CT. <laughs> and um, I guess I should pick another girl. You don't have to. Evelyn. Okay. All right. Uh, question number 10, I usually save for something called explain your tweet. but um... <laughs> It's all right. The Miz already handled that. Yeah, we already did that on the, on the show. Um, so the explain your tweet thing, I just – a running theme in a lot of your tweets is about donuts. So I'm just going to ask you your <laughs> – is you Thank obviously you love donuts – Favorite donut and least favorite type of donut. Oh, God. I would never, ever, ever say anything negatively about a donut. <laughs> so, But there's got to be one that you're just donut. like, eh, that's not a great eh. donut. Prob you know what? I'm going to get shit for this. Uh, Boston cream. Oh. I just, it just, the cream, it just, it just makes me feel weird. Yeah, I don't like, no, I hear it doesn't you. taste right not good there's not there's too much cream not enough donut um my favorite donut is the um i would probably just go for a standard uh chocolate frosted sprinkled donut okay that was lame but no and those, then, are, and those then, are great donuts i love those and then all like the gourmet donuts probably what i'm just thinking of like dunkin donuts if i walked in what i'd get but then there's like those fancy gourmet donut places and my mouth is literally watering right now now i want a donut <laughs> <laughs> well, being a Boston girl, are you a are you a huge Dunkies fan? Um, I mean, there's donuts, so sure. Yeah. But I don't drink right. coffee or anything. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Well, congratulations! You completed the final ten. You completed. Thank you. And it's been a great time talking to you. Like this has been way more way more than I expected from you, and I'm so happy <laughs> really? for it. So, oh yeah. So, um. Thank you so can much, we, Cara. Can we just say on. for the record, yeah. I love Jenna. Please, nobody give me death threats. She's awesome. She's great. She will win a challenge one day. Don't kill me. Okay. <laughs> that's, get, that's on record now. Okay, got it. Okay, good. <laughs> but you hate Jordan. He's a 
he's a I bad guy. Fucking hate Jordan. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's an awful human. No, okay. Jen is Jen is great. She's great, but she's she's got a lot more in her that we have yet to see. Okay, well, um, well, we'll look forward to her in the future. I'm sure she'll be on future seasons. So, um, oh, yeah, everybody, everybody loves their Jenna. But Cara, thank you so much uh, for coming on my first foray into the challenge world. I'm glad it was you. Thank you so much for doing this. Say hi to your mom for me. I will. And, uh, thank you for having me. No that problem. Was great. And, you, uh, you were like a good therapy session. <laughs> I just vented, just vented everything to you. Yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, okay. No, but thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, good luck in the future. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I hope so. Okay. Thank you. Thank you to Cara for that. That was that was great. Uh, there's so many things that we talked about, uh, so many things that I didn't think that she would get into that she did. Uh, the Jordan stuff. Uh, she made her feelings known on Kayla. Um, but I really appreciate her opening up about everything that happened with Abram and everything going on with that. So, um, again, I appreciate Cara Maria coming on. And that'll do it for Podcast 53. Thank you to everyone for tuning in and listening. I really appreciate it. If you could rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast, that is much appreciated as well. And um, until next week, we will be back with podcast number 54. Next week, following week, will be one year that the podcast has been up. Crazy to think that. So, again, thank you all for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thanks again to Cara Maria. And we will talk to you next week. See you.